Hi, Eric. Hey, Jay. What are we going to talk about today? Well, I have a little reflection about the definition of juggling. All right, I'm ready. Okay. So, I got interested in the history of juggling around 2007. And soon after that, I started to gather every piece of literature that was related to that subject. After some time, I wanted to write about my observations that I was making uh, since I was going through that literature. That's when I ran into this problem of the definition of juggling. In my case, I wanted to write about the history of juggling, but the history of what? It was really difficult to write or even speak clearly about something that wasn't specified, that had no boundaries. So I first looked for a definition in the literature, and uh, clearly throwing and catching had something to do with it. But when I looked at the activities that were described as juggling, they often went far outside of throwing and catching. It seemed as if juggling was both broad and distinct at the same time. Right. Well, okay, I'm going to do what I always do here. I'm just going to say a lot of random stuff, and then it's your job to kind of fix it all up and untangle what I'm saying. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about here... I, I thought we should start with definition of juggling for a couple of reasons. I mean, one of the first things is that these are these were really, really big discussions me and you had, you know, years ago, a few years ago now. I don't even know when it started. Do you remember five years ago? Six? No, four years ago? About the definition? Yeah. No, it's longer than that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's been a while. No, I remember. It was specifically when we were on tour up to the very north of Sweden. We were in Haparanda. Yeah, exactly. Well, That's we always we always go on tour together doing these shows, and then we have really long car rides. And when we're driving, we sit in the car and we talk about juggling and <laughs> yeah, juggling. <laughs> you and, had you had been on a podcast. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, with uh, that guy. What was his name? Who did the podcast for a while? Sean Sean Livingston. There you go. There like you everyday go. juggler or something. There you go. Yeah. Well, I just remember that we have all these long talks in the car. Um, about everything regarding juggling and it was around the time we started talking about these ideas of the definition of juggling that you brought up that our conversations really went a lot farther and a lot deeper mostly because it turns out that in talking about the history of juggling sorry the definition of juggling um, brings up the history of juggling but also the culture of juggling so a lot of these ideas are all tangled together and it's a huge mess and you can't really talk about one without talking about the other and just in your 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 opening paragraph there, for example, one thing that I really could relate to when you started telling me about the definition of juggling was when you say uh, you wanted to write about the history of juggling, but you couldn't even know what you were writing about the history of. Okay, yeah, what exactly am I qualifying as the history of what exactly? Like, where do I draw the line? And I've been teaching in circus school for about 20 years. And I, I really remember the past few years, before you even brought this up with me, is I would go into work, especially here in Sweden, and where the circus school is state-sponsored. I mean, my salary is coming from the government, essentially, right? Um, so here I am in this institution. I'm from Ohio, by the way. And I'm sitting, you know, I'm standing in a university for juggling, which is still, I can't wrap my head around. And I'm being paid by the government, no less. Can't wrap my head around that as an American, right? And I'm being hired to come and teach these kids 
juggling. And I sincerely, before you even mentioned this to me about the definition of juggling, every day I would go teach, every day, literally, I would walk in that room and go, what am I doing here? What is my job? Like, what do they want from me <laughs> to, to teach juggling? Because we can't even say what juggling is. And so I kind of became obsessed with that a little bit before you brought it up. And I remember I would struggle with this idea of what is a definition. I can't say I lost any sleep over it or that I had any personal struggle or epiphanies on my own before you started talking about it. But I do remember there was this uh, Italian guy who had this definition of uh, something like juggling is the movement of objects in space and time or juggling is the uh, manipulation of objects for the sake of manipulation. And I, I remember that was like a couple years before you talked to me. And I remember kind of getting uh, a moment of, of uh, wow, okay, this is something I kind of relate to. And that was the best I could articulate it. But I didn't do any deep work myself on trying to uh, speak about it any more than that. But it, it would be every single day I would come into juggling class when I'm being hired and paid to teach people juggling. <laughs> like I don't even know. I can't even tell you exactly what juggling is, and yet I'm being hired to, to, to teach that. And I would bring up this subject all the time with my students, especially when I would go do master classes in different countries. Um, the first day of the workshop, I would always, uh, the first hour, I would always say, okay, we're going to do an exercise of what is juggling. And the task would be in three parts. It would be do something with three balls that is not juggling. Right, right. And that's a very simple task because the students can all have whatever, five or 10 minutes. I mean, it's a conceptual exercise. You don't really need 10 minutes to investigate this. I mean, it's a mental moment. Um, but we would go around the room and show everybody's attempt at what they thought wasn't juggling. And it's super easy. Some student does something and then I can say, okay, is what they did they, first of all, number one, did they do something? Mm. And th because that is debatable because a lot of people, w again, you're trying to, in one way, cheat the system. If we're trying to uncover what is not juggling, you're always trying to be a bit clever and ahead of the game or whatever. So some people would just not, for example, touch the three balls or even relate to them in any way. Yeah. So then it is a valid question to say, did they do something? Because sometimes they didn't do anything. Yeah. And then the second question would be, did they do it? Was it with three balls? Mm -hmm. Because maybe they had three balls, but maybe they only used one ball. And they tried to cheat the system that way to make it ambiguous as, as what is it juggling or not? Well, it, with one of them, it was, but the other two, it wasn't mm. right. You're always trying to find the gray areas. That's what the assignment is. And then the third thing, the, the third, and you, you have to answer yes or no. And you mm. can't think about it. You just have to say, is it something? Yes or no. Is it with three balls? Yes or no. And then finally, is it juggling? Yes or no. And of course the, the uh, many times the answer is, well, maybe, like all the students that say, I say, is it juggling? Okay, is it juggling? Yes or no? Maybe. <laughs> and then the cool part, every single time, so I've been doing this for years, even before you ever talked to me about it. But the cool part from that is, um, at least in terms of these workshops or, or teaching or classes or whatever you want to say, I didn't draw any conclusion. I mean, I have personal conclusions. I have personal thoughts and feelings. But I it wasn't formal enough to, you know, I don't say impose upon the students, but to share even upon with the students. There wasn't enough context to share with the students, my personal strong opinions. But at least I would conclude and say, isn't this crazy? We have 40 people in this room. 
for example, like on a big master class at EJC or something. Um, and we we weren't even close to agreeing on what was juggling or not. Right, right, right. <laughs> like that was just so shocking. And it's it's been every single time I've ever done that exercise. There's not even close to being a consensus um, of, of any of the three questions, really. There's right. always one person, at least, who's going to argue sincerely, yeah. not just to be obtuse. <laughs> or whatever. And so I find that really shocking in one way. Like yeah. we're all doing this thing and we're all super passionate enough to take a master class or to even go to circus school for three years yeah. to learn to juggle. And we can't even have a productive conversation in a short moment about what it is that we're doing. And also, so, so of course, this process brought up a lot of related things. One of those being that the, the hesitation of the students to answer the question, yes or no, is, okay, the third question. Okay, so the first question, did they do something? Yes. Uh, second question, was it with three balls? Yes. Third question, was it juggling or not? And they go, uh, maybe. And there's this hesitation that there's a right or wrong answer, which also is a whole other thing to deal with later on. But just to say this idea that you can't say it's juggling now and change your mind later or it's not juggling now, but tomorrow it is juggling. They were so afraid to commit to an answer. And I found that to be also very destructive. And I found that to be destructive in my life as well. I don't think I, thankfully, intuitively, I didn't do that a lot. I was maybe always a bit brash and naive and just went ahead and made, you know, made choices. Like This is juggling or this isn't juggling. And then maybe looking back on it now, I was, you could say, quote unquote, wrong. Yeah. Or I changed my mind later on. But I don't think I don't think there is a wrong or right answer um, in these little short moments of, of, of these casual conversations. Right. Yeah. But I found it very um, telling that these students would have this hesitation and this kind of like moral, almost ethical struggle yeah. to really commit and say, is it juggling or not? Oh, I, I have a question about that since you did that exercise many times. Did you ever specify to the students that they were allowed to make that judgment? You yes, are yeah. allowed to, to, ju to decide, is this juggling or not? Yeah, I think yeah, I think it was always pretty clear that it was an individual uh, expression and not like, "Hey, Eric, I'm going to do an assignment now with me and you. Yeah. I want you to guess what we both think is juggling." Right, right. No, right. it was never yeah. this. It was not a common uh, example of of not juggling. Yeah, it was a very personal. I I wanted people's opinions basically, mm, and mm. and just to say, um, this maybe isn't so relevant to this current conversation, but it will definitely be. Well, it gets into the language of juggling, which is what the definition of juggling is, too. Or uh, it brings up this idea of language of juggling. But the following exercise would always be, um, okay, now we've seen what you think is juggling and is not juggling. Now we're going to uh, do, do some juggling is the first rule. It's three rules again. Mm -hmm. We're going to do some juggling with three balls where you cannot drop. So that was always the second assignment I did for years. And it was just going, again, going into this language of what is a drop and also reflecting on, though, using a practical, this practical definition of what is juggling. So we had just discussed what is juggling, what is not juggling. Well, now let's use that in a practical way, mm -hmm. because this idea of dropping always brings up an idea of technique, complexity of technique or difficulty of technique or ease of technique, which was always the first attempt on the what is not juggling assignment because a lot of people would say 
what is juggling is technique that is past a certain level of complexity or not even complexity, but maybe even value judgment of good technique versus bad technique. So for example, uh, juggling would be a three ball cascade thrown in the air, but many, many students on the assignment over the years, many students would just do the three ball cascade on the floor using floor placements or the armpit juggling where you just stuff the balls in your armpits. And I would say to them, but why is this uh, not juggling? And they would say, well, because it's not good. <laughs> so, it, no, but, and, and, and fair, and, and like, I kind of get that, that it's technique, our, our traditions and expectations and culture, again, this is why this gets into culture and everything. It's so tangled up. Our value judgments are so tangled up and hidden in terms of, why do we value what we value in terms of technique? Why does our te technique exist? This is go back to the history of juggling. How did how did the history of juggling evolve? Why do we have balls, clubs, and rings as the three main? You know, who, you know, mm. these were at least for me, per very very personally, that was all completely covered up until you started talking to me about it five or six years ago. It's just that's how things work. Well, you juggled, you have balls, rings, and clubs. That's how that's how it is. I yeah. mean. You're going to be in the skateboarding. Well, skateboarders have four wheels. Okay, that's that's a given. I don't even I don't even think to question that. And so this idea for the students of saying what is juggling and what is not juggling, they would give a cultural or even a personal evaluation of the technique in terms of you know validity. Well, uh, armpit juggling of three balls that's not cool. Or they weren't they they of course would not say the word cool. But what they meant was it wasn't good, but good good to what end? I and I interpret that as being it wasn't cool. Yeah, it's not impressive in any sort of cultural valued way in, inside of the genre, the, the subculture of juggling. Yeah, and so it was kind of fun that we had these technique these discussions about technique in terms of what is the definition of juggling in terms of what is juggling and what is not juggling. And I bring this up. Um, and again, like I say, I'm doing my normal thing where I assault you with a million ideas and you have to, <laughs> you, have, you have to, yeah. But, but this idea of talking about the definition of juggling in relationship to a technique, right? This is, this is the work you're going to get to in a second, but that's the crux of the matter. I mean, that people constantly try to attempt to, to define juggling by technique. And that's just not the case. Juggling is not defined by technique. It's defined by context. Um, but also then getting into this idea of then playing on working with those ideas of what is juggling, what is not juggling. And then can we do juggling where it's impossible to draw? Uh, again, you get straight to the tech, the heart of the matter with technique generally as the first intuition of saying, well, I'll do technique that is so secure or so e seemingly easy that I quote unquote cannot drop. But of course, we have this problem of language that a drop uh, these days that doesn't literally mean something falling down to the ground. Um, that's a whole other topic to discuss later on about yeah. the definition of juggling. Or sorry, the language of juggling and and what the meaning of the word drop could be. But just to say, it is all related and it all kind of came from this um, ex existential angst that I had inside of me going to work every day being paid either through the circuit school or through a master class where students are paying me cash to, to teach them juggling. And I could not articulate to them or more or less to myself in my preparations for that work 
of what in the world, what are my parameters? What am I, what am I trying to accomplish with this kind of work? And so when you came to me and you said, hey, I've been working on the definition of juggling because I wanted to write about the history of juggling um, and I couldn't even articulate what, what juggling was to research its history, then I immediately said, oh man, this is something I've also been struggling with in my life, but I've just haven't had the strength well, you did, <laughs> or the courage to. <laughs> you did uh, in those exercises by creating them. I think those were an effective way to kind of getting to the problem, so to speak, because it puts an individual in that position where they have to make that decision, and they also have to be in the activity or create an activity that either is or isn't juggling. Uh, but then the other thing that I came to think about was this, this intuition that there is a positive quality built in to the to something being or not being that that's the the deciding factor like this is good juggling this is bad juggling so since that's bad that means that it's not even Mm. juggling that's an interesting way of of making a distinction but i mean i guess you could make that distinction like in other places where it becomes a bit more useful like let's say say food you could say that something when food is at, at some point food's gonna be so bad that maybe we can't even qualify it as food anymore but that's because it has <laughs> then <laughs> are you talking like poison yeah, yeah. let's say Okay. Uh, or it's, you know, for whatever reason, it's just not edible. But well, it reminds me. Then people... it has a, a, a specific utility, a specific function, and then you can ask, what's the what's the uh, function of juggling? Then, if we're gonna make that comparison, because I think we have to be able to make a comparison like that if we wanna uh, distinguish juggling in the same way. Well, I, this this example of of saying that juggling is so bad, it's not juggling. My my this is just a personal thing to me, I guess, but my best example of this is, you know, Sean McKinney, he had his ripped up blue jeans and his white t-shirt and people saying, um, well, it's not a costume. He doesn't have a costume. Right. It's like, yeah, it, it is a costume. It's not a costume you're used to seeing. And it's not a costume that you think is good or valid, mostly because you don't understand what he's doing or relate to what he's doing. And therefore to you, it's not even a costume. It's not just that, Oh, Sean McKinney has a bad costume. You say, Sean McKinney, this is back in the day, 91, 92. Um, the conversation was, 1990 was the first year, really. And the conversation was, oh, Sean McKinney, he's so good, but he doesn't, he just doesn't have a costume. If he only had a costume. And just to say a little, um, I mean, you know, the story we've, I've told you a hundred times, but just to say it publicly that, you know, that one of the best moments of my life was that Sean McKinney showed up to the IJA the next year after one of these years where people were saying he didn't have a costume and he had a garment bag with him that you would carry your tuxedo in. <laughs> and he was wearing ripped up blue jeans and a white t-shirt. And he went to the, to the pre- prelims where you had to qualify to be in the championships. And he had his, his costume bag, his, his garment bag, and he unzipped it and he had a pair of ripped up blue jeans and a white t-shirt and he changed them. Not as a joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't being ironic. He sincerely was like, these are my blue jeans for the, these are my ripped up jeans for the routine I'm going to do for my performance. And this is the shirt that blah, blah, blah. But just this idea of something is so bad that it kind of negates that it exists. Yeah. I think it's a really, uh, 
narrow-minded. I mean, it's uh, quite, but I guess culturally, I, I can understand. I can relate to how people could. Yeah, I understand where it's but, coming from, but I I see a lot of utility in having access to the entire spectrum from really really bad to really really good. If we're gonna look at juggling as an expressive medium, let's say. Well, and I, think, I think that is a spe- that is a function of juggling, and that is a specific uh, use of juggling in the same way as food is for eating. Well, if juggling then is an expressive medium or functions in that way, then we actually have utility for that bad juggling in another way than we have access, than we have uh, use for really bad food, let's say. <laughs> well, um, I, I, I mean, this idea, I, so it's going to come up later on. So I bring it up now that when I would do the assignment with the students earlier on, uh, then when I, when I, when you had talked to me about the definition, when I was asking, do, okay, so do something that's not juggling. Then all of a sudden built into that question in their minds, which I did not ask, but culturally it's there. It was do juggling that you think is good and valid and useful and mm-hmm. positive and, and whatever. Right. And so I think that's built into the cultural question when you confront or when you try to speak to the, the juggling community at large about the definition of juggling just that word itself, um, we have so many um, connections to that word, self-identity, and, and like I say, all these past traditions and histories and this role, everything is intuitive. It's all of inside of us. It's not articulated or conscious. And so when somebody says, oh, do you want to see some juggling? We never, even me today, sitting here with you now, if you say, hey, Jay, do you want to see some juggling? I never think you're going to show me something quote unquote, bad or ugly or abrasive or hard to watch, you know, or shocking. And it's something you you say this all the time. Um, you give this example all the time about juggling as art. And now we're talking, now I'm jumping into a new area, which is, is, again, the culture of juggling in terms of the larger world of culture, the other arts, we can say music and literature and architecture. But you always said juggling will never be considered a valid art form until we have ugly juggling that is that is that you can go to a theater and you can see someone who's been paid <laughs> by probably a government grant even that they're juggling mud and they're and they're naked and they're screaming and the juggling is really destructive and it's maybe hurting them and it's maybe hurting the audience because you can go to you can go to a theater and see some belgian contemporary dance where people are naked and throwing mud at each other and and whatever else and that's considered to be art Uh, And that's nobody bats an eyelash at that anymore these days in terms of contemporary art. But with juggling as an art form, we don't have people uh, like bleeding, bleeding, juggling their drops of blood as they flow out. Like they don't cut their arm and then do like a two ball cascade of the blood droplets or whatever. But I think of that all the time when you say like juggling will never be considered equally. um, It won't be equally appreciated in terms of the field of arts until it can be ugly. And I think some of that is wrapped up into the definition of juggling when people say, what is juggling? Intrinsically, at least culturally, um, some of what is juggling, the definition is also that it's somehow good. And whatever that means, I mean, there's many ways to be good, beautiful or surprising or cool or difficult, you know, skillful or whatever. Because there's the roots of juggling, uh, 
technique come from those qualities many times. Yeah. And the way we judge and assimilate juggling in our world is through these different lenses of, okay, is it something I've never seen before? Is it something I can't do? Is it something that's kind of witty or clever, et cetera? Or is it aesthetically beautiful? Is it creating a shape? Is it like, what's the value of this juggling? We're always trying to understand juggling through these qualities when you go on Facebook and see the newest video on YouTube or whatever. And so, and, and so, and so this idea of like, what is juggling? What is not juggling? What is the definition of juggling? It's so hard to understand. I mean, even for me, when you started telling me about it, it's so hard to understand when you say, what is the definition of juggling is we're talking about a very dry academic uh, discussion. We're not talking about a value judgment. We're not saying what is juggling that you like or what is juggling that you think is good or bad or what is juggling that you think is better than some other juggling. But when we, especially when we try to evaluate the definition of juggling through a technique, um, which again, I don't believe is the case, that that's how we function in this world. When we talk about the word juggling, we don't evaluate the word juggling through technique. But when you talk about technique, which is the main part point where everybody tries to start to have the conversation, then bringing up that idea of technique brings up all these things about how you value technique and how you incorporate technique into your worldview and all these things. Yeah, I think that one little difference with, between juggling, if you look at juggling as a art form, <clears throat> is that there, there is a lot of other art forms that have developed way more than juggling has. So in that sense, I thought that it was pretty easy to look at other artistic developments and, and see things that that could easily be mapped onto juggling and I, I don't think it's very difficult to see that if you look at painting for an example that uh, one like important steps in in the development of that artistic field is when they get access to a larger part of the spectrum of painting so when you start to paint you know non uh, not pictures anymore or you put the apple in front of the face or you, you put words on the painting that uh, describe what's not in the painting let's say there's so many examples of this when you start to you kind of broaden the spectrum so i thought that it was fairly simple to do the same thing about juggling like what what happens if we broaden the spectrum of juggling conceptually in the same way where do we end up and what does juggling start to look like and i think we pretty soon we end up in places like that where maybe the juggling isn't beautiful or maybe the juggling isn't technical or maybe the juggling isn't uh, yeah name any quality that you want uh, but uh, and i think the other thing that i would like to add to this talking about juggling as a art form is that we we had even in the literature we have juggling described as you know the art of juggling let's say and I, I one thing that i've discovered is that there is a distinguishment that's interesting to point out there because you can talk about something as an art form but you can also talk about like the art of something and what you mean there really is when you talk about something that is nuanced and developed and has a like rich history let's say you could talk about the art of of chess or the art of fencing let's say and i think that's slightly different maybe than the art of you know painting 
and and for juggling i think that's interesting to think about because maybe we when we talk about juggling maybe we do talk about the art of juggling because the technique of doing it is so developed right and that's a different thing than looking at art uh, the art of juggling as an expressive medium uh, so I think that conversation can kind of go both ways uh, in terms of those two branches of the art of, let's mm -hmm. say. Well, I mean, one reason I wanted to start about uh, start off by talking about this definition of juggling, because, again, just to say that's where our conversations kind of ramped up and got a lot more developed into our, our, our discourse back and forth. But I guess there's two different ways to proceed forward now with this conversation, and I don't know what you want to do. <laughs> but I thought it would be fun uh, to have this 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 conversation now as kind of an update on <laughs> what, on what happened kind of after the the thing in IJA two thousand seventeen it was where we did this definition of juggling lecture at the at the International Jugglers Association festival. Um, but I, so so because I'm very interested uh, personally even just to talk to you about. What, what's been your most recent thoughts? What's been the fallout of that whole experience? Because a lot, a lot of that fallout of that experience, um, for good and for bad, is why we're here today doing this right now, just to say. And it would be fun to kind of fill in that context, I think, for further discussions we're going to have. Um, so I don't, so the other choice, though, is just to say, is to not skip over the original <laughs> process and the original kind of conversation we had about the definition of juggling that could be relevant. I, I just want to say that I know for you, um, you've told me before that we've had, because we've had this conversation. I, I don't need to have it with you. And I don't know if you're sick of it or you're over it, but um, definitely some of the things that happened in the past few years, we've we've moved forward. We, we, not that we're beyond it, but just to say things have developed. So I don't know how far back, how far back you want to go right now. You can either fill in the, <laughs> in between this introduction and the update or we can just jump into the update whatever you want to do no i think there's still a couple of things to say about kind of the the uh problematic situation of, of describing juggling in literature let's say or talking about juggling in the juggling community so i think there's like we can still i think carry on from that place of you given those workshops but because i i do think that is a terrific way to kind of point the finger of at you know what is the problem or why why is this so difficult i have to say that one thing i got out of those workshops um that really surprised me this was not in it like i would not have intuitively guessed this but people were so unconcerned with the exercise people were confronted by it and they were confused because they had never you know gave it consideration before and you know why should they i'm not saying that it's 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 this thing that everybody needs to suffer over or or again lose sleep over or whatever mm -hmm. or even have an idle thought about it there's no there's no problem it, it, it's not a judgment on people is what i mean that they hadn't thought about this before and when i would bring up the assignment in class it for 99 of the people it was just a mere intellectual exercise that had no bearing or relevancy or connection to their real life that's what shocked me. That's what I thought was so weird was just like, hey, I'm doing this thing. I even paid, I, I love this thing so much. I even paid money to this American dude to come and talk to me about it. 
I just don't know what these people want out of the experience in general. But the fact then that you would bring up this idea of like, but what is juggling? What are we doing here? What are we trying to do? Okay, let's take 15 minutes of our time together and discuss what we're going to do for the next 12 hours of our time together. I thought that was such a great use of our time. And I think for most people, I really got a vibe that it was just kind of a, a funny, not waste of time, but definitely not that something that you should worry about or it was not relevant. Or even if it was relevant, there was no, no use of it. There was no, especially no practical use of it. And so unless you were having an existential crisis about like, why are we here? What am I doing on this planet? Where do we go when we die? You know what I mean? Like mm. these grand questions. Why in the world should you care? What is the definition of juggling? I think this, this apathy or kind of this lack of enthusiasm behind the discussion shocked me yeah. intuitively. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we backtrack, if I backtrack even before that point, like when when I was going through that literature and when those questions were starting to formulate precisely in my head, like when I really had that need to know what is the definite definition of juggling? Like I needed that in some written form. And I, I tried, you know, I tried different ways of writing it and, and it just never worked. And so the point that I came to was that I came to this point where I was just like, okay, let's, let's, let's try to give up here and just be uh, completely empty about not having a, def not having a position about it and just see what does it say if I like look up, let's say, what what a definition is of anything. How is a definition made, let's say, and see if there can be any anything useful there. So I so I did that. I kind of let go of what I thought was juggling or any preconceptions that I had, and I started looking at that. And the two things that came to me was uh, the one way of look of making a definition is you could uh, point at things. So instead of writing what an, what a cat is, let's say, you could just point at cats. And that's one way of, of defining something. You can go, a cat is that, and that, and that, and you're pointing at these things. Okay, that was, that was fun. And another way of, of def defining something is to make a list. So instead of saying what, what, a, what a house is, let's say, you could just make a list of houses. So we have this house, we have that house, and blah, 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 blah. And so I was like, okay, that's kind of actually something that I could do because I have all this literature now. So I started going through the literature and I just collected examples of juggling without caring if I thought they were juggling or not or if anybody thought they were juggling or not. I was just going through the literature. And what was the, where was the literature from? I mean, what specific literature? It, it was specifically juggling literature, like books about juggling, history books like Carl Heinz Heathen's books or uh, Francisco Alvarez's book. I had that book and uh, I had some different articles. I had the IJA newsletter. I had uh, The Complete Juggler by Dave Finnegan. So I had these different sources uh, of literature uh, and, st and started making this, this list. And, and then I could see that, that that's when it kind of occurred to me that there was a lot of things on that list that went beyond throwing and catching. And such as? Such as balancing a stick on your forehead, let's say, okay. or spinning a plate or... I mean, the typical one that I like to bring up just because the book has sold 
quite a few copies is the complete juggler uh, which has you know devil stick and uh, diablo described on the backs on the back cover as juggling so i thought oh that's pretty interesting actually because it's a well-sold book it's a well-known book in the community and it's also like i have never run into any disputes about that back cover like if i would publish a book and sell it in i don't know many many copies around the german community and i would write something completely crazy on the on the back maybe someone somewhere would then say that yeah he seems a bit confused there when he's writing on the on the back cover you know what i mean yeah but i've never heard of anything like that or i couldn't come across it any such dispute so i thought that was interesting too that on the one hand we can find pretty specific conversations between jugglers i mean the typical typical one is this n plus one like so you have you juggling is to throw and catch one more object than uh, than the hands that are involved in the throwing and catching that's a very specific definition that has existed and uh, and then when i looked at this list and this literature i could clearly find a lot of activities that were that did could not fall under the category of n plus one hmm. uh, one thing before you yeah. i just want to remind you because of the best thing you ever told me in terms of the your motivation to do any of this not to backtrack but keep going forward but um you said you were going to write a juggling history book and you were trying to write the introduction to the book and that was so funny like i want to write an introduction to the history of juggling and you wanted to start the introduction by saying juggling is blah 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 blah, blah and just give a sim that was like and i do think i was just like such a hilarious moment in my life when i when you told me that when it was just like yeah I want to write this whole book about like like this big book about the history of juggling. I've been researching the history so much and I have so much to say and I'm going to write the introduction. And then you sit down and you write juggling is, and you're done because you're totally in trouble after two words. And I think that for me was, was very, it was very powerful when you told me that, Yeah, that really, that was a good way to express. Like, I still remember that, you know, it, it really expresses to me the problem succinctly but anyway keep going forward i just wanted to say that yeah i i just thought that that if you're gonna speak precisely about something i thought that it would make a lot of sense to first say what you're gonna talk about so it was logical really, yeah <laughs> so it was really funny yeah to, that i really got stuck on the first sentence even if i had so much material that i wanted to get to well after you looked around so so you had this idea that you could look around in literature and find examples of juggling so then what did you do yeah, so I had that list and then I started to, you know, extract more general activities from that list, you know, like, okay, here's a person spinning rings on their arms. Okay, well, I can kind of extract that then. Here's, you know, someone doing this thing with the devil stick or with the Diablo. Okay, I can extract those things. So I get a little bit more general list than just specifically, you know, Jenny Jäger did this, you know. So, but but then there was a, a another couple of things that happened that was that was really really influential at that point and that was when I discovered activities that were described as juggling in one context and they were not juggling in another context. Okay. So the one thing was uh, pizza dough spinning. Mm -hmm. So that can be referred to as pizza juggling or pizza dough juggling. Mm -hmm. And you're just spinning this pizza dough. 
I mean, there's even a guy in Japan making fake pizza doughs <laughs> out of rubber or something. Yeah, silicone. I, yeah, don't, silicone. I think it's actually an American product, but mm-hmm. he sells it in, in Japan. And, and what's the name? It's like pizza. What's the name? Pizza. What's the... Pizza Mawashi. Yeah. Yeah. It's even in the name. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I thought that was really, really interesting. That and, well, the... and so then the other, the other time, it's not juggling. They're cooking a pizza. Right. Is yeah. That, that yeah. Saying? Yeah. Exactly. That's the two baking a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was also like to add was that observation about what is a definition and that a definition should be able you should be able to extract the definition from the language that uh, a, a group of language users are using. Okay. So if you have English speakers, for an example, as a group of lam- language users. Uh huh. And they use a specific word like juggling. You should be able to extract a definition from that language use. So since I was then in that situation where I found uh, an identical activity in two different cases, mm. that where in one case the language users would refer to as, it as juggling, and in another case the activity was still the same, but they would not refer to it as, uh, to it as juggling. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was that was really interesting. Um, well, and, and also, that, also a problem. Yeah, oh yeah, big problem. <laughs> and that's when I started to, I had to, I mean, I just had no choice, but I had to admit that context matters in this equation. Right, because the pizza dough manipulation was the same technique so you can't start to define by technique. That that, that was your first clue that, that that it wasn't juggling is not defined by technique. Maybe in that moment about the pizza. Is that uh, it? Yeah. Well, yeah. That was what what I had to find out. Like, what okay. does matter? What is that context? Oh, I see. I see. How do you def- how do you specify that context? If I could say then that okay, let's take pizza dough spinning as this example then. So pizza dough spinning in one context is juggling and pizza dough spinning in another context is not juggling. No. So how can I how can I talk about that? How can I specify that? What is that context that makes this magical uh, change between mm. the two situations? How do I specify that context? So I tried a couple of different things. I tried for an example like okay maybe if if, if it's a juggler that's doing the activity. Does that work? Mm-hmm. So I tried that, you know, in different ways. And but then I realized, like, it's it's pretty easy to set up a situation. Like, let's say you have jugglers who who go into a pizza place, and you they see a guy spinning the pizza dough, and they could say, you know, look, he's juggling. Mm-hmm. But I realized that a normal, not juggler person they would probably not say that. Or at least that was intuitive to me. Mm. Um, Okay. And uh, so then I was like, okay, maybe this context, it it is internal to the language speaker. Mm -hmm. That's what the the language user, whoever is uttering these words, that is juggling. And the context that is in play here that ex- exists in the mind of that person. Yeah. Because there was this very interesting example with our friend uh, Ben Richter. Right, right. He's walking on the beach with his friends. Right. He's walking on, on the beach with his friends and he has an apple. And Ben Richter, by the way, he's a juggler. 
Exactly, which is important here. Yeah. So he's throwing the apple. It's just one apple, and he's just tossing it casually in his hand. His friends know he's a juggler, too. His friends know he's a juggler, and he's not thinking much about it. He's just He just has this apple that he's about to take a bite out of. Mm. And then the friend says, Oh, look, Ben, he's there he is uh, juggling again. Yeah. And I think Ben, he, was he annoyed by yeah, this? I yeah, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I, as I recall. Yeah. At least it makes the story better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Ben was very annoyed by this because in, my, in his well, mind, not a, not he a, wasn't juggling at all. Well, yeah, not, not annoyed, but he was just like, hey, I'm just, I'm just throwing an apple. Right. You know, I'm not doing anything. Right. In his mind, he was like, I'm just playing, you know, I'm just being alive. Right. Basically. Yeah. So... So I thought that that was interesting that the, the yeah. context there was created by the identity of this guy who was known as a juggler. Yeah. And then, then they could, the person who saw them could make that mathematical yeah. <laughs> thing in their head where they go, oh, juggler plus <laughs> throwing and catching. Mm. Ah, juggling. Yeah. Even if it didn't. It wasn't a cascade. It wasn't n plus mm, one in right. any way, right? Right, right. They, the, the still the equation made sense to them somehow. Right. Uh, so, so then, so then came this addition of context. So I had my list, but I also had this problem of of context and how do I define context? And I realized, okay, it doesn't work that it's a juggler, because it could be. Here we clearly have a case of a, 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 the juggler is not the one making the decision. It's the person who is uttering the words. Mm. And it's inside of that person. That's where the, this context is, is situated. And if that person who is using the language, if they see the connection, that's when the word juggling is used. Yeah. And then you have to, I guess, uh, when it's, when it's, that word is being used, it has to be communicated to another person who also sees the connection, or then the word juggling doesn't make any sense. Right. So if you go to the pizza restaurant with a bunch of... With, if, you, if you and Anthony Gatto go to have pizza together, and then... but uh, Which we often do. Yeah, yeah. And then your mom is there too, and then you say, uh, you say to Anthony, oh, look, the, the juggling. And your mom's like, what, what? I'm just getting the Hawaiian special, or whatever, yeah. right? Like I mean, because your mom doesn't have that cult, that context, right? To to have right. that word make sense in that in that uh, very bad example. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, so so what I had to do then was that I had to pinpoint something that was useful to connect to to somehow describe this context. How do I define the context that exists inside the language user? That makes them take an activity, put it into this context, and come to the conclusion that ah, this is juggling. Yeah. So that was the that was the task. Okay, cool. Can I can I fast forward you ahead a little bit? I think I'm I'm literally gonna die if we have to go through this whole process again. <laughs> it's so long and so exhausting, and we've like I think it's it's very energizing when we first went through it the first couple years. Like literally on these drives, we would drive six hours at a stretch and we'd just be talking about these definition ideas and we would just be fired up and we would get to the hotel and we would keep talking into the night. But dude, we did that for two or three years. I'm so done with it. So what I kind of want to do is um, push you to push us now to just say what was the conclusion 
but I'm so curious to get to what was the aftermath of all that process, which again brings us up to why we're here today uh, with the forum and all those things and, and that we did, right? Um, but one thing I want to say is in, in regards to the, to the Ben Richter uh, walking on the beach with the Apple story is um, I started doing it. I, I started doing a little example in my uh, lectures where I talk about this idea of the definition of juggling and that's that's agnostic to technique and it, that is context. And so the example I give, which I still think works pretty good, I think you were into it too, was I just have a ball and I take the ball and I put it on a table. I just put the ball from my hand down onto a table and then I say to the audience, okay, was that juggling? And then everybody's like, no, no, not really. No, that's no. Because again, the perceived technical barrier of that act, because I think it comes from a place of technique at that point, just to say from the audience, not context, but technique. And it's, it's just like, oh, but I could put a ball on a table. And there is that cultural mm. context of juggling a little bit of like, well, juggling is something that I can't do, or I, sh you know what I mean? That I naturally probably couldn't do. There's, there is this level of spectacularism in circus and juggling that I think is culturally there, that that's really prevalent to all the things that we do that we have to relate to or deal with. Um, if we want to, if, if we want to consciously, you know, yeah. craft to craft a considered experience. So when I put, when I just take a ball and put it on a table in front of an audience, I say, was that juggling? And then the answer is no, of course it's not juggling. You're putting a ball on a table and putting something on a table the technique of that it's not juggling but then i take three balls uh three more balls i mean and i take the original one ball so i have four balls total and i leave the first ball on the table and i juggle three ball cascade i pick up the ball off the, the one ball off the table for one round of a four ball fountain so i just do one throw of that table ball and i put it right back down on the table and i keep juggling the three balls then i say to the audience okay so now I was putting a ball on the table juggling and it's pretty good. It's a pretty good split. It's usually about 50-50. Mm -hmm. Half the people are like, no, that's still not juggling. It was not because it's such a brief moment. It doesn't last very long. So a lot of people are still like, no, that wasn't juggling. And the other half of the people were like, well, there were three balls. <laughs> like they see the three ball cascade involved and they go, well, it must be juggling because I saw those three balls. And that's what I think. You know what I mean? That's the touchstone of juggling or whatever. But then in the last example, it's... um. It's just a synchronous sight swap where you're doing like a, a 4x whatever or something parentheses brackets thing <laughs> i don't know the sight swap but whatever every single throw uh crosses in the air and every single throw um on the other hand goes down on the table so you're constantly picking up and constantly putting down and the result is basically um visually it's like a three ball cascade on the table but also a three ball cascade in the air and i just I, again for the kind of the general public in this situation, then I say, now is putting a ball on the table juggling. And like generally, 100% uh, of the people say, yeah, mm. right? And it's it's a really nice demonstration of, of technique in different contexts. And just say, putting a ball on a table, is it juggling? I mean, literally the action of what I'm doing is no different from the first example to the third example. But then in the last example, it's very compelling for most people that, oh, yeah, absolutely, it's juggling. But what changed, you know? Yeah. And it yeah. was the context. It wasn't the technique. I'm not doing more technique with that one ball. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there's other balls. We can say N plus one, blah, blah, blah. We're going to get there. I don't want to suffer through the entire process of all the other stuff. But I would love to hear what was your conclusion after, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you yeah. write this history book, juggling is blah. 
you go down through all this literature. I mean, you had just to say you had a couple more years of process here. We're skipping. Um, but in the end of the day, what was your conclusion? The juggling, def the definition of juggling was what? Uh, well, I'll, I'll first I'll say one useful thing, perhaps about the example that you just gave about the putting a ball on the table there, because that was something that we did for a long time, I think, yeah. in these like public um, demonstrations where we tried to talk a little bit about juggling and to see what the audience or the other jugglers, how they reacted. And I, th I think what, the, what I came to when I started comp comparing that situation to things, other things that we deal with language-wise, the comparison that I made was the components of a car. Yeah. That you could take a component of a car, let's say a tire, but if you if you extract the tire from the car and you go, is this a car? Then you wouldn't say no. That that's the tire. Mm -hmm. And you put the tire back on the car, and then it's a car again. So it's a component of a car. Mm -hmm. So in that sa same regard, you could it became useful for me to look at that placement of a ball on the table yeah that it's it could be a component of juggling and that's what it seems that's the result that we seem to get also when we show it to other people and ask them mm -hmm. to uh i mean one of the best specify. things one of the best things we used to do is we would go do these school shows these tours in sweden and uh, a couple of times we had to do a workshop for the teachers right yeah the old ladies up there. <laughs> yeah and uh but that was cool, man, because we were working on this definition stuff and we would take these these evening workshops and at the end of the workshop, I would just do stuff. Right. I would just do uh, three ball juggling generally tricks and we would say we would say to the audience, OK, tell us when it's juggling, like right. raise your hand when he's juggling. Right, right, right. That yeah. was so cool, man, because like. I don't know, like... And just to say, what you get in that situation when you do it with normal people is that their identity is not at stake there. Yeah. I think that's a big difference between doing these kind of uh, tests for well, for jugglers yeah. and for, for lay people. Because, well, we should we should definitely... Yeah. I mean, I, maybe we shouldn't give your conclusion just yet because we should uncover all of the problems. I mean, it, it, it'll be a couple of, of minutes of just... Mm -hmm. I really want to really uncover all the problems before the listener... Right, right, right. Uh, right now, it's going to start saying those same things after you give your conclusion. But just to say it was so fun, you know, you would do like a head roll. And then some of the teachers were like, ah, it's not really juggling. You do one pure. I remember we did a pirouette. Mm. Just like one ball, one up pirouette. Was that juggling? Nope. But if you did two in a row, two one up pirouettes in a row with a Is set of one throw. ball. No, no, three balls. Three balls. Yeah. Okay. okay. One pirouette wasn't juggling. But if you did two in a row, it was juggling. I mean, it's just fun stuff like that uh. where people were and they were very clear. That was the cool thing. Remember I was talking about the workshops earlier about where the students would hesitate to say if it was juggling or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those teachers, they were not <laughs> holding back. They were just like, yep, yep, nope, nope, yeah, yeah, yeah. nope, yep. Like yeah, that was, yeah. But that was cool because yeah. they were super clear on what they thought was juggling or not. Uh, it was kind of fun. But just to say this idea of juggling, I, I'm just going to say it because this is my one of the things that annoys me the most when we get stuck on these definition of juggling talk. Look, here's the deal. The definition of juggling is literally trying to define, trying to articulate what the word juggling means when a group of language users say the word juggling. That sounds convoluted. It's very simple. Eric, when I say the word juggling to you, you get an image in your head of what I'm talking about when I use that word. 
Same if I if I say the word tree. Right. Right. And in the short term, me and you right now for this very moment, we could say that a tree is an orange fruit that you peel and you eat it. Yeah. Right. And we can go on for the rest of this conversation. And every time I say the word tree, you can think in your head that you're going to get something to eat because you seem to be stuck on food so far in this conversation, talking about pizza and whatever, poison, whatever you want me for. Right. So it's it's a common use of language between people. Right. That's it. Yeah. And me and you can have our little weird definition of tree. But when we step out of this room and we go meet other people, I can't go to the store and say, uh, can you show, can you please tell me where are the trees? Mm-hmm. If we go to a grocery store, mm-hmm. it doesn't work, right? Right. Because there's not a common understanding of that word. So the premise is this. There is a word juggling. <laughs> and that word juggling has a common meaning between everybody who uses that word and understands it between each other. Now, that doesn't mean... That when I say the word juggling, it's the exact same 100% image in my mind that's in your mind. But there's enough overlap of our understanding that we can have a productive conversation. So when you're talking about the definition of juggling, that's what you're trying to articulate. What is this common understanding that we all have that overlaps enough that we can have a productive conversation using the word juggling to move the conversation forward, right? And it's not... It's not, the definition of juggling is not your own idea of what that means. You're not trying to say, this is my definition of what I think juggling should mean. Because that's the same thing as sitting here saying that a tree is an orange fruit that you eat. That's a personal definition. That's a different thing. And maybe that's what, maybe there's, there's a million, there's limitless, infinite personal definitions of juggling. And maybe those, maybe those are better in different ways than the common definition of juggling that we have now. But just to say there was a huge confusion when this came out publicly that you were working on the definition of juggling. But also, I mean, built into that statement, oh, Eric's working on the definition of juggling. It does sound like you're creating it, but you're not. You're trying to uncover. You're not creating. You're uncovering what is there. And that's such a (laughs) a crucial point that people still don't get. People still can't articulate that i mean i couldn't articulate it until you told me about it i could intuit some of these things but you really you really took the time on your own and you you struggled through this all these things and you really came up with a concise way to talk about these ideas and you even start like you said you started from the beginning what is a definition of a word like it's so it's so far back it's so it's such a long path but in the end of the day it's when i say juggling what do you think i mean what do I think I mean? And where do we agree that we can we can just use that word casually and move forward, which people do countless times every day on this planet. Yeah. And so that was one thing that people thought that was that were that they were mistaken about. Oh, Eric's making his own definition. And people were super eager to hear the new definition of juggling. <laughs> but to be clear, I mean it is a new way to understand how we it's not a new way to understand. It's a new revelation. It was a it was a revelation to me, Eric. It blew my mind. I mean, I put a Facebook status that I still stand behind. It changed my life. The day you told me this, the 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 def- what the day you explained to me <laughs> what we all meant when we used the word juggling, it changed my life forever. It was such a and I mean that's another conversation about what is the use of it, but it really was life-changing event when I understood 
I've been using this word my whole life. I've used it in so many different contexts. And you finally was able to give a voice to what I was saying every time I used that word. And it wasn't that you were making a new idea. You were uncovering the idea that was already there. And I think that was kind of a magical thing. And so that's one thing that people get confused about. The other people, the other thing people get confused about is they think that, okay, Eric's got a definition for juggling, or he's going to say, talk about, he's going to talk about the definition of juggling. They're waiting for you to give a super concise one or two sentence technical description of juggling. Generally, they're waiting to hear a super concise description of N plus one, but that's still somehow, again, intuitively, still still somehow intuitively incorporates all this nebulous kind of floating matter that's around that surrounds that subject that makes it so ambiguous and makes it so difficult to talk about i mean i think people really were anxious uh, anxiously like like in a good way anxiously awaiting this relief that you could potentially offer them by giving a definition of juggling that that, that could clear up this mess because i think there was an underlying tension or there still is an underlying tension every time you kind of try to confront the culture and the word juggling and not just juggling. Let's, let's be clear. The, these definitions, these type of definition, they're found everywhere in language. But if we want to talk about juggling uh, for the moment, um, when you would kind of consciously confront this, 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 like go up to anybody. I mean, even now today, the, me and you've been having this conversation for six years or seven years, whatever. Even today, walk up to somebody who's a juggler and say, what is juggling? It's not a sharp, immediate answer with no hesitation. It's always a struggle. It's always a, well, uh," and then you have to qualify a bunch of stuff and you have to kind of give a lot of context and you have to kind of hedge your bets and you don't want to, you want to leave it open and like all these things. It's still a heavy, heavy thing to walk up to somebody who's even a juggler, who's in like take somebody who's in circus school, who's in a university, going to university, the highest level of education for juggling and say to any, in any school in the world, in Montreal, in wherever, in, in Sweden, wherever, you know, in, in, in France, wherever, and say, hey, what is juggling? And get, give, and then have them give a one sentence answer with no hesitation, that's with conviction and with that, that's concise and means something. That isn't, that, that, that isn't just like juggling is, the movement of objects in space and time, which is, you know, by the way, everything in the world is a movement of object in space and time. Like a car on the road is moving. Me eating with my fork, my pizza is a movement of an object in space and time. Right. Yeah. But anyway, so it's a heavy existential question. I think that people still, and when you gave me this tool to kind of relieve myself of this tension, I really believe in what you, what you said back then of uncovering this definition of juggling and um, so what I mean is people were, they thought you were going to give a new definition, but they also thought you were going to give a super precise one or two sentence technical definition. And we've already, we've already talked today that the definition of juggling is not technical, it's context. Right. So when you came out with this, this definition, and it wasn't a technical explanation, a lot of people were immediately put off. And I think not only put off, but they were it closed their mind. They were just disappointed. So they just, they just walked away uh, uninterested to hear the rest of the story. Right. Yeah. When you said, Oh, it's not, it's not actually technique. They were just immediately like, Oh, well then that's not uh, valid. Yeah. Or like that doesn't concern me. (laughs) And so, yeah, 
and then and the last thing which we which we kind of like we discovered after the fact <laughs> of giving like a public lecture about the definition of juggling yeah was that people confuse their self-identity with a definition yeah. and that was maybe the biggest hardest thing for me and you to understand which we finally thankfully understood is that when you said i want to i want to i want to clarify i want to articulate what we mean when we say the word juggling that was what you're doing then people would suddenly get super literally not no hyperbole they would get angry like really angry and offended because they would say things like juggling cannot be defined you cannot limit if you if you define juggling you will limit it and you cannot limit me because i i'm a juggler and i live and die for juggling and juggling is limitless and what they're talking about is not the definition of juggling. What they're talking about is their relationship to juggling, their relationship to the cultural meaning of the word juggling in their lives. So they think if you, so 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 let's let's just take that uh, you know one point at a time. You can say um, juggling cannot be defined. Well, that's the same as saying Sean McKinney doesn't have a costume. It's not true. Um, juggling is defined. Every single time you use the word juggling in a group of language users and they agree to the point where the conversation can move on. Right. So when you say juggling can't be defined, that's just categorically not true. Um, even it's, it's such a funny turn of phrase, juggling can't be defined, because in that statement, me and you both know what juggling means. Yeah, and it's always at a test too, because right. <laughs> you can do it like this. You could say to a group of people or jugglers, it doesn't matter, you could say, hey, I'm going to a juggling show. Right. And then you can say, uh, the next time you meet them, you can say, hey, tonight I'm going to a show. And those two sentences, they mean different things. So that means that juggling has a specific meaning, even if you don't, you don't have to be bothered at this point to specify what that meaning is. But it's so, so easy to see that there is a meaning there. That's easy. Yeah, and so this idea of juggling can't be defined, what you're actually saying is, juggling is an inspiration to me that in my life anything is possible and they're afraid that by articulating and confronting head-on consciously the use of the word juggling in our language that somehow that will erase that magical inspiration and passion that they find i want to say personally that for me when you uncovered the definition of juggling and articulated it in a in a way that i that i again that i i find to be true um, it not only didn't stop my passion or, or, or kind of my relationship to juggling that anything's possible, it made it even more uh, inspiring because I knew where I was and I could talk about it precisely and I could see that um, juggling is this thing here and I could, I could draw a circle around it that was clear and I could frame my life even, even more clearly. And my, I, what I mean is my inspiration wasn't as intuitive anymore it was more conscious and i loved it then i could curate that that inspiration more right i could actively work towards you know nurturing my my relationship with juggling because i knew what it was I, I could i could talk i could i could it was tangible mm. right i could work with it and so when people say okay you can't define juggling um what they mean is they want to be inspired and when and, and then this idea that you that by by again by uh, defining juggle, the word juggling, you would somehow limit it. Yeah. That that you're gonna you're gonna hold back 
juggling by saying what it is or isn't. Well, it's the same stuff we've been saying so far, but there's another component, which is just to say, language use is always changing. And what a word means today, uh, it, it, very, it, it probably, most likely, won't mean the exact same thing tomorrow. Right, so this idea that okay, today the word juggling means X, Y, and Z. Um, well, that doesn't stop something else from coming into that definition of juggling when we share that word in the future. So it's just it's just so silly to say, um, well, you can't define juggling, I, or not. It wasn't even that you can't define juggling. It was that I refuse, I refuse to define juggling because I don't want to limit what juggling is. And again, it's just, it's being willfully, willfully ignorant because juggling already means something. Yeah. So why not just pay attention to what that is and acknowledge what it is and then move forward with your life? I mean, it's nothing to, it's nothing to get hung up on. It's only there to help you move forward, I think. So there was a lot of, there was a lot of confusion around the definition of juggling actually was my relationship to juggling, which turns into my self-identity. And I was wrapping up, a lot of people were wrapping up their self-identity as jugglers and, and juggling into um, the definition of what juggling was. Because then somehow, if you would define what juggling was, you're going to define what they are. And that was a very personal attack. Like a lot of people felt personally attacked. If you're going to define what juggling is, that means you're defining who I am. And that's also just a, a thing. And I mean, Ivar, Ivar Heksher, our, our good friend, you know, he talks a lot about how um, in our society these days, in the, in the Western world, we, we tangle up our self-identity with what we do. Right. And that we're actually human beings first, and then human beings do lots of different things. But as, as a core, we're a person, and yeah. we're, we're not a juggler. We're, you're, you are Eric, and you are a juggler, for example. There's two separate things. And whether you agree with this idea or not, I think it's a great example of these people who felt personally attacked when you were going to give a definition for juggling. And they said, no, but you can't do that. So... Yeah, I think it's it's good to think about what what utility a definition could have, and I think in terms of the utility that I was looking for, it was this common reference point so that we could speak and communicate about juggling, what juggling has been, how it has developed, and what it could be. And if you don't have a definition, you a definition, you can't do that really. So that's. Uh, important to to point out but uh, back to kind of a little bit this this uh, quick uh, summary about how the development yeah and when I, der I derailed that a long time ago yeah so <laughs> so but uh just to see if i can get back on track here one important uh discovery along the way was when i tried this uh, uh this idea of separating juggling into two things so I was thinking, okay, juggling, I see all these different ways that people talk about juggling and I have all these different reference points from, from the literature and there seems to be something with this throwing and catching more objects than hands, but then there's all this other stuff. So what am I going to do about that problem? Do I really have to put everything under one uh, banner, put everything in the same box? And then I thought about other things again, like are there other references in language that I could make a comparison to this problem? And the problem that I found or the situation that I found was uh, sports. So if you look at the greater uh, uh, group of activities that is sports, 
there are specific undercategories under sports, such as basketball, soccer, and hockey. And they all fund, they, they all in that hierarchy, they are underneath. So I thought about juggling in that, in that sense. What if juggling is the group of activities and one of the specific activities in that group is also throwing and catching? Well, just to say, but hold on. You didn't think of that as a suggestion. That's what you observed. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You, you, that was the thing that you you had this moment of like, wait a second, wait a second. People are using the word juggling to mean both of these things, the group of activities and an activity in that group. Right. I made that observation, but then yeah. I mapped it onto yeah, the yeah. already existing one that we have in this separation between sports totally. and basketball. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. But uh, so, so I tried that a little bit and then I went, okay, maybe we can have the N plus one, the throwing and catching more objects than the amount of hands. Okay, let's say I call this the specific activity of juggling. And then I call the, the so the category, if I look, just look at language use objectively without an opinion here, the group of activities also seems to be uh, represented by the word juggling. Mm-hmm. So can I then say that, okay, we have, uh, so when I was doing this, this work, I called that the genre of juggling, mm. this group of activities, and then the specific activities in that group could be, for example, spinning rings, devil stick, Diablo, but also throwing and catching more objects than hands. Right. So, okay, so that can also be represented by the word juggling, but the, the genre the bigger group of activities also has that same uh, name. But I, I, if I can... Well, if you go back to your sports idea, then it's like saying, okay, hey, let's go. I want to watch some sports. Oh, okay, what are we going to watch today? Sports. Yeah, exactly. When, when you, you know, like, 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 let's say hockey is called sports. Yeah. And then you say, oh, I'm going to do some juggling. But you don't know if you mean the genre or the specific activity. Yeah. It's just, it's just unclear because that's how language has evolved. Right, and we have a million examples of this in our community, like a juggling festival or juggling equipment, which could be devil sticks and diabolos and spinning plates, all these things, and 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 even jugglers. I've seen juggling competition, and then it's people doing diabolo. Mm. So there's a million of these examples where juggling is treated like a group of activities, and diabolo is one of the subcategories there. Uh, but what are you going to do with this subcategory of throwing and catching more balls than the amount of hands? Right. Okay, that's still, uh, it's represented by the same word, but if we can at least in our our heads make the separation, then we can start talking about it. So I tried that separation of the genre of juggling and the specific activity of juggling. Well, just to say on the specific activity, that's why some people want to, you know, live and die by saying, no, juggling means, you know, more balls than hands, throwing and catching. And it's just like, yeah, it totally does mean that. But it also means this this other collection of other activities. And and that they're, so it's kind of, fun, they're so adamant by saying, no, no, juggling is only this one thing. That's just, that's just, um, I mean, at this point, me and you, we're past proving this point. I think it's really, really easy um, to prove that, that juggling just means different. I mean, yeah, it's super easy. I mean, there's yeah, a million yeah. examples in our community today 
in the language that's used in that community as well as in literature and those those that literature literature is undisputed like you don't hear yeah. a bunch of uh, there's not a bunch of books that that dispute you know what the back of the complete juggler says the fo- the, the, Karl the, Heinz book the most know? compelling argument i have uh, about saying no no juggling the word juggling only means only represents uh, n plus 1 is that you know the word juggling didn't originally mean n plus one. <laughs> the word juggling comes from something totally else. And and again, that's a, that's another maybe a longer discussion that I don't need to suffer through right now. But just I think it's so compelling to say, hey, you're so stuck on this idea of juggling being n plus one. By the way, you know the history of the word juggling it had nothing to do with n plus one yeah. when it first started. So that n plus one evolved into the word juggling, which is a really fun story of these, we call it the two snakes, um, this two snake story. But uh, yeah, it, it doesn't, anyway, we don't need to get stuck on it, but I, I just want to point out that- uh, We can do the two snakes in a future podcast. That could be fun. Yeah, okay, sure, sure. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, <laughs> oh, another thing I want to point out um, is that when people thought you, and you can get back to your list, but- when people thought that you were going to come out with the definition of juggling, that was going to be a new definition of juggling. I want to confront that again in a different way. You, you as an individual, as anybody who is an individual, cannot, de- cannot create the definition of a word. <laughs> yeah. Again, you can, you can sit in your home and you can say that an orange is a tree or a cow is a chair and you can go through the rest of your life sitting on a cow, no problem. But as soon as you leave your home and you meet someone else who doesn't share your common, I don't know, knowledge or context or understanding, you can't sit on a cow anymore in the same way. And so, and so what I mean is when people thought you were going to come out with it, or even when you said what the definition of juggling was and people thought that you had created it, it's impossible for you to create it and to have a common use of language. Then you would have created your own language, which you didn't do. So this idea that how language evolves and how language exists and how it it mutates is that a group of people who speak the same language, they communicate in a certain way and that is how language is used, right? So in the future, you could say, no, 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 juggling shouldn't be the group of activities. Juggling should only be the specific activity. Um, That could be true. That could, for whatever set of values you want to place on the conversation, okay, let's place those values there and say that's that's going to be the, the goal. From here on out, from this moment on, the word juggling only means N plus one. Well, good luck because you're not alone. You can't make that statement. Nobody can make that statement. We have to collectively as a group agree on that statement before it's true. You can campaign for that statement. You can try to change public opinion. You yeah. can try to, um, yeah, go on a personal crusade, yeah. uh, but but it needs to be everybody agreeing. So it's kind of silly yeah. this idea, and that's also something that I included in my uh, initial presentation. That what I'm doing here is I'm describing how the word has been used. Right. So we can we have we the choice. All, we, so we have the choice to change. We can that all use. agree that yeah, yeah, those observations are true. And then we can also, if we can do that, then we can also collectively go, hmm, is that useful to us? Right. 
Maybe we don't want that. Maybe we want to talk about jogging in, in some other way. Right. Maybe we want to create a technical language that is more specific so we don't have this confusion between basketball and sport, yeah. between juggling and juggling. Exactly. So I thought that was... Uh, I'm opening the door in that regard. I'm not closing it. Right. You know? No, no. Yeah, just to say, like, when you, when you came out with the definition, um, you thought the definition itself was kind of not going to be like the unimportant thing, but more what was going to follow the definition was going to be the, yeah. was going to be the fun thing. And then it turned out that that, that, yeah, was, that not, was wrong. That was not the case. <laughs> we'll get, okay. Yeah. But okay. So there's a couple of more things. There's not so many more things until we're at that point. But okay. There, okay. So there's that separation of juggling into two things that was useful. So we have sports and basketball, the group of activities and the specific activity. And then I can actually pair the specific activity with the definition of n plus 1. And I can only, the problem is actually situated in the, the group of activities, the genre of juggling. What, what do we do there? And that, that's where we have that problem of context. We have an activity plus some kind of context. So how do we define that context? Mm. And the first idea that I had was that the context is defined by the specific activity. So I could just say that, well, the genre of juggling, that's anything that has a relationship to the specific activity, to throwing and catching, either by, either by the nature of its activity. So like, let's say there are throws and catches involved, plus there's this con context of juggling, then people seem to be, use, be using the word juggling to describe it. That could, be, that could be a way of doing it. But uh, there was a couple of other observations that I made when I looked in, into juggling. And the one thing that, that struck me was this, this, this thing about language as this subconscious understanding between a group of language users, what a word represents, what concept a word represents. And the, the really powerful thing that, that I observed was that if you ask any juggler to teach you how to juggle, they all teach you the same thing. Mm. They all teach you the three ball cascade, even if you don't say anything. Right. Even if you don't specify that. So there is something about the word juggling that intrinsically holds this concept of three ball cascade. Sure. So... I thought that was interesting, and I thought that it would be, in my mind, it was very beautiful if that, since that is a, a meaning that I did not invent. It's a meaning that I'm observing. I'm not inventing it. So now when we're at this task of describing the definition of juggling, can't we then somehow incorporate that meaning that clearly exists into this definition mm -hmm. so that's why i uh, and i made that choice it was a proposal just to say exactly to not do the n plus one instead i said that the context is defined by the three ball cascade yes so any activity that is connected that has a relationship to the three ball cascade either by the nature of how it is being done there's throws there's catches etc or it maybe it's visually somehow uh, re resembles a cascade, let's mm, say, okay. or it's by the culture where the three ball cascade exists mm -hmm. that there is a connection to that culture. 
and that when that culture is strong enough, the language user might use the word juggling to describe that activity. And and again, that's not something that I'm choosing. Yeah. That's just something that seems to be happening. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. So therefore, I decided to use the three ball cascade and call that the 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 default form of juggling and the default as in if nothing else is said that seems to be the form of juggling that is being uh, mm-hmm. communicated yeah when you say juggling and nothing else it seems to be the three ball cascade in many many cases more than four club fountain at mm-hmm. least yeah Right. So then I so that's why I defined the I wrote the description of the definition of juggling of the group of activities as any activity with a relationship to the uh, default form of juggling the three ball cascade. Right. So is that so give your give your summary. I mean what's give the concise little blurb of your of your Yeah, so if someone would ask me today what is juggling? Yeah. Then I would say And that, also just to say what we said back in 2017 at the at the lecture, the main lecture we gave, it was right. Yeah, yeah. I would say I would describe it like this: that juggling, uh, just like the word sport and basketball, has a. <laughs> yeah. Let me try that again. <laughs> <laughs> so juggling can mean two things. It both represents a group of activities and a specific activity of that group. Yeah. Just like the word sports is a group of activities. And basketball is one activity of that group. Okay. It's just in the in juggling, we have the same word to represent both those concepts. Okay. And the specific activity of juggling is throwing and catching more balls than the amount of hands. Right. Uh, but the group of activities, it could be any activity that has a connection or a relationship to that uh, to the specific activity of the three ball cascade. <laughs> all right, all right. Look, l- look, look. We got too much stuff to talk about with the definition here because I want to talk about the fallout of everything that happened after this. But I also want to talk about all the other things that this brought up. We're gonna do that next time. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's Sounds go take good. a break. <laughs> I'll see you next time, man. All right. Peace. Peace.